Chapter 7 Diamond Bill Returns Everyone, including Errol, sat in Harry's house. They had travelled there from the fourth roundabout in golf buggies, using the tunnels that connected all the roundabouts. We've got two hours until we meet the kidnappers up at the lighthouse, said Harry. It's enough time, said Arthur. We'll leave all the animals here, said Eva. Cyril woofed. I think Cyril wants to come with us, said Edie. OK, Cyril can come with us, but Ludwig and Errol stay here. Ludwig stamped his little feet and blew what sounded like a raspberry. Errol pulled his head inside his shell, which made him look like a miniature coffee table. What's the plan, then? said Felix. I think we ought to leave for the lighthouse soon, said Harry. Arthur should stay close to the lighthouse, but out of sight, in case there's any trouble. Eva and I will take Edie and Felix into the lighthouse, but keep them close to the trap door, so we can drop them into the tunnel if things turn nasty and they need to escape. Eva handed around banana and sugar sandwiches, and then everyone except Arthur climbed into Eva's jeep, and they set off on a short journey up to the lighthouse. Arthur walked part of the way and then lay down in the grass on top of the cliff with his binoculars adjusted to get a good view. When the jeep arrived, everyone climbed out and went inside. They stayed silent as they moved the rug away from the trap door and adjusted the furniture so that the trap door wasn't obvious. What if they followed us through the trap door and down the tunnel? asked Dee Dee. Don't worry about that, said Harry. You'd still be safe. There was a noise coming from inside the lighthouse. Someone was upstairs. They heard steps. Someone was at the top of the stairs and had begun to climb down. Harry pushed everyone behind him, and Cyril stood next to him, growling and showing his top row of teeth beneath a trembling black lip. Whoever was there was coming down the stairs very slowly. "'Who's there?' shouted Harry. But no one replied. "'Who are you?' shouted Harry. Cyril kept on growling. The hackles on his bottom bristled and his body trembled with ferocity. As the steps came closer, they could see two brown boots coming down the stairs. Felix and Edie were peering out from behind Harry. "'I'll set the dog on you if you come any closer,' said Harry, and the feet stood still. Then they started to move again, and gradually the person on the stairs appeared. His hands were bound and his mouth gagged. It was Diamond Bill. Grandad! screamed Edie, and she ran up the stairs to him and threw her arms around Bill's neck. Then Eva threw her arms around both Bill and Edie, while Harry tried to untie Bill's hands and remove the gag. Cyril started woofing and spinning around in a circle, wagging his tail. Then there was a tap, tap, tap on the window. Everyone turned sharply to see Ludwig, perched on the windowsill outside, tapping at the window with his beak. He must have followed us, said Edie, opening the window to let Ludwig in. Everyone except Bill looked relieved, and Bill turned to point to upstairs. But he was too late. There were two men coming down the stairs. One of the men, Edie and Felix recognised as the man from Longfish Island, and Cyril started to snarl. Ludwig was perched on Bill's shoulder, and he stared beadily at the two big men, putting one foot up as though he was about to run through the air at them. "'What do you want?' said Harry. "'It's quite simple,' said the man from Longfish Island. "'We've returned Bill, 
Now you give us the children. Don't be ridiculous, Darius, said Eva. You know we won't let you take them. Mum, you know him, gasped Edie. Eva ignored the question. We can take them, and we will take them, said Darius, laughing, as he lunged towards Edie. Harry moved to stop him, but the other man blocked his way. Darius had his hand around Edie's wrist, and he was pulling her towards him when Cyril leapt up and butted Darius under the chin with his big head. Darius stumbled backwards, and Felix ran forwards to take Edie's hand and pulled her towards the stairs. They ran hand in hand up the stairs as fast as they could go. Ludwig flew behind them, pecking the top of Darius's head as he went. The other man was trying to keep Harry, Eva and Bill out of the way by swinging a chair at them, and Cyril was biting hard on Darius's ankle, but he let go to run up the stairs after Edie. "'What are we going to do?' said Edie, panting as they reached the room at the top of the stairs. "'We're going to get onto Dad's zip wire and get out of here,' said Felix, opening the window." He grabbed hold of the harness attached to the zip wire and shoved Edie into it. Then he encouraged Cyril to follow, which was easy, as Cyril would follow Edie anywhere. Then he tucked Ludwig into his jumper so that just his head was sticking out of the neck hole and climbed into the harness himself. He was setting the pulley straight on the zip wire when the door burst open and Darius came thundering across the room making a grab for Felix. Felix kicked the window shut and it smashed against Darius's hand. Then he released the pulley and the harness set off down the zip wire at a frightening pace. Edie held onto Cyril's fur and Ludwig bobbed his head in and out of Felix's jumper as the air rushed through them. Felix didn't touch the brake to slow them down and after a hair-raising few minutes they came to an abrupt halt at the end of the zip line on top of the roof of Felix's house. How good was that? said Felix as he climbed out and Cyril leapt out after him. Pretty good, said Edie. Except that there's two madmen who just tried to grab us. We need to get inside before they follow us here. Okay, let's grab some bikes from the workshop and get to the fifth roundabout. They ran across the roof and jumped down to the workshop where they grabbed two bikes. Cyril ran alongside them as they pedalled away from Felix's cog-shaped house and onto the country lanes that led to the fifth roundabout. They had their lights on, but it was dark and eerie on the country lanes, and Cyril's panting as he ran alongside them was comforting. They cycled towards an enormous oak tree, and someone stepped out from behind it and stood in front of them on the road. They screeched their brakes, and both nearly went over the handlebars. Cyril ran straight to the person in the road and started snarling. Ludwig popped his head out of Felix's jumper and squawked, Oi! The person was wearing a cloak with a hood so you couldn't see their face, and started to laugh in a horrible way. What do you think you're doing in the road, you idiot? said Felix. We almost came off our bikes, said Edie angrily. Cyril had his hackles up and he was circling the person in the hood. Don't you recognise me, replied the figure, and removed their hood to reveal it was the old lady from the pawn shop. I should be asking you what you're doing out here when it's dark, she said, poking a finger towards them. What's it got to do with you, said Felix. There's no need for rudeness, said the old lady. I was just thinking your parents would be worried, and you should come with me. I'll take you home, she said. No thanks, said Felix, and he tried to pedal past her, but she grabbed his arm. No, you don't, she snarled. You are coming with me. No way, said Edie, and she rode past the old woman. 
Cyril ran after Edie and barked at the old woman making her jump, and she let go of Felix. Felix set off on his bike and pedalled after Edie as fast as he could go. Behind them, the old woman stepped behind the old oak tree and disappeared. <laughs>